What's up, guys? It's Nate. Welcome back to Zero to Hero in our special segment where we are talking about the lean canvas. And today we are hopping right into problems. What's your problem, Nate? We've all got them. So we're going to talk about those problems. That's so, true. Michael, lead us into it. Tell me about problems and where they lie on lean canvas, what they mean. All right. I've been really sad lately and I just have been having trouble sleeping. Oh, wait, we're not talking about my problem. Okay, we're talking about problems on the Link Canvas. I'll give you a problem not we're me. talking about. <laughs> you know, okay, though I was being silly, it's actually kind of a good thing to think about in terms of if I was trying to generate a business idea, the first place I'm going to look is problems. So I talked about being sad. I talked about being sleepy. Those are amazing problems that you could help people solve in a business. Like a clown alarm clock. Exactly. Mm -hmm. My problems, I'm not... I, I, I'm not having enough fear in my life. <laughs> I'm also not waking up in time. Let's <laughs> put those problems together. You got yourself a really weird business. Um, but no, really, like a business exists to solve problems. And so if you, first off, aren't problem aware in the world around you, you're probably missing out on opportunities to make money. Uh, but specifically, it's not just any old problem that we are trying to find. We're trying to find an urgent, high priority problem, something that people are very motivated to solve. Now, of course, if you go in the highest level, we could say, okay, well, it's the most urgent problem. It's like, you know, like broke my arm or got into a car crash. And, and so there's a whole industry is built around those things, both to like, you know, take care of your health and go get surgery or car insurance or those different things. But even a small problem could be a big problem to someone else. And so there could just be that person who says, uh, every single day I go and I'm in my kitchen and my shirt catches on the, the handles on the drawers and I freaking hate it. And it's happened the last 367 days. And if my shirt catches on the drawers of my handles in my kitchen one more time, I'm going to lose it. That person it's someone who's very motivated to buy a different type of kitchen <laughs> handle on their drawer. Or just go naked. Or just go naked. But so that's an example of like seeing like it doesn't matter if it's important to you. It's a, it's a matter of what are your customer segments, which, which we talked about last time. What problems are they facing that they really want solved? A really great uh, avenue to examine problems and how the world interacts with them is just to watch Shark Tank. Uh, if you if you've ever seen Shark Tank, uh, what I'm talking about, you probably have. It's a bunch of judges that have a lot of money that are pitched in a business idea and given the opportunity to invest in them. But the beginning of the pitch is always, "Hi, my name is John Jake Jingleheimer Schmidt from you know Kansas City, Wisconsin, and <laughs> and I you know had this problem that I figured out that a lot of people had, and then I found this elegant solution. Sometimes they're not very elegant. Sometimes they're very elegant." When I saw recently, it wasn't a Shark Tank, but it was on TikTok, uh, is this kid that he's like 14 or 15. He's in over 600 lows now with this product that uh, it's basically an uh, attachment that goes on Christmas ornaments and you you put it on the branch and then zip it close and then it won't fall off the branch. So okay. the problem was... That's amazing. Yeah, the problem was I have a cat that knocks over my ornaments or I have these ornaments that I don't want to fall off the tree. And he said, oh, let's just do this little, it's it's kind of like a, almost like a zipper, but not a zipper sort of thing. It yeah. just, like, uh, just folds up tight. And then he like his uh, marketing thing was he just had a little Christmas tree and he was just like slinging it around <laughs> and the, the ornaments weren't falling off. Um, and so the problem is the ornaments are falling off 
And then the solution is, you know, that's what we'll talk about in the next episode, but the solution is what solves that problem. What's really fun. So it's obviously when you're starting a business, the main thing you want to do is figure out a problem that you're going to solve. But if you already have a business, A, you should know what problem you're solving. So with be caffeinated, drive through coffee, the problem we're solving is people want good coffee fast and conveniently. So we have a drive through, um, they are tired or not, don't have energy. So we provide them caffeine. Um, they aren't happy and we provide happiness, but what we can keep doing is keep iterating on problems as you go. So for established businesses, you don't need to tune out here. You should actually be thinking to yourself, what other problems can I be solving for my current customers and what problems can I solve to bring in new customers as well? So for example, with be caffeinated, one of the problems that I heard a lot was we want something that is filling savory and not super expensive. So we are like, okay, let's, let's make bagels. So we're in the process of building out our bakery to, to bring bagels to be caffeinated and they will be savory filling and not expensive. Um, and that'll add on a new revenue stream to our business. It'll solve another problem, make more people happy that are already coming to us and attract more people that are just interested in that specific problem itself. So it's something that you should be thinking about. Even if you're already an established business, what problems can I keep doing? And then also just reevaluating, am I filling those problems well? And uh, are the problems changing? The world's constantly changing. Blockbuster solved the problem and then it didn't keep updating its problem. And then, you know, Netflix and all of them kind of solved the real problem, which was entertainment, not, you know, renting stuff. So you just got to keep growing and pivoting. Yeah, I think that's a really great uh, perspective. Good thing to remember. A lot of times when looking at these, we are thinking of new businesses, but it's equally a valuable tool to revisit with an old business. And if you're having trouble figuring out what problem you should be solving, I want to recommend they go back to our previous episode where we talked about customer segments and that you should be looking at the kind of people who you're catering to and what problems they have. And the best way to figure out problems, like Nate said also in the last episode, talk to people. If you're not talking to people, then you're probably not doing a great job of figuring out your own problems and what problems you're actually serving. And a lot of times, if you listen really well and get people to talk really well, you're actually, the problem itself isn't what it sounds like. For example, uh, the conversion of, you know, from horses to cars was really difficult because people didn't understand the concept of cars. They, they're like, no, I just want a, a horse. And so Henry, I think there, I don't remember what the exact quote was, but Henry Ford's line was, uh, when I, basically when I asked people if they wanted to drive cars, they said, no, I want to drive horses. And, and then he convinced them basically that, you know, cars were better horses. Um, and maybe that's where horsepower came from. I don't know if yeah. it is or not, but yeah, he, he, the problem wasn't, I want a better horse. It was, I want to be transported somewhere conveniently and quickly and effectively. And he solved that problem instead of. I just want a better horse. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to jump in based off of that, asking the questions and kind of looking at those different things and just use this as a moment to say, if you're having problems coming up with problems for your business, drop a comment in the, in the description below, and then uh, we'll hit you up and we'll go back and forth and work on your problems. Cause that sounds fun. And also Hive thinks small business accelerator program is meant to help people figure out their problems with coaching and other stuff. So uh, check us out in that capacity as well. We do a free one-on-one -on -one discovery session um, and we have seminars and stuff too. But anyways, yeah, so problems. All right, uh, we'll do what we do with every episode of this and we'll have one final tip for problems. Uh, either of you want to go first? 
Uh, sure. I don't have one in my mind, but it's, it's going to come to me. I can feel it. All right. So I think one of the biggest things when it comes to problems is really just taking some time to um, to think back to your own experience and see what you liked or didn't like, and especially what you felt was lacking. And uh, really just take note of become a student of the own times when you're super annoyed or uh, super driven to find a solution because those are where some really juicy potential problems are. And uh, yeah, you can do that both from things you've really experienced, but even if you don't have the ability to, to set up something to really do a test run, you can imagine yourself going through an experience and seeing like where might a problem, problem come up um, and then go from there. Yeah, and mine would be um, relating to being able to take negative feedback and being able to listen to things that people are saying that you might not like. Because a lot of times you might think my business is great, but if people are telling you about problems with them, you shouldn't take that as an insult. You should look at that as an opportunity to solve those problems. Uh, my tip would be if you can't figure out how to talk to people, uh, start with friends and family. And then if you already have an Instagram or Facebook brand or just an Instagram or Facebook, just start messaging people and just say, hey, I have this idea. I'm looking for input. You could use the line. I'm testing the market for viability, you know, home-based hobbyists, all that. <laughs> uh, but people, I mean, there's just this inherent nature to people of wanting to help and feeling good about helping. Maybe it's the oxytocin release. I don't know. But... I, I don't think I've ever had an interaction where someone was like put off by me asking for their input. Uh, at, at worst, it's been neutral. Um, so just, it's not, I mean, it's putting yourself out there, but it's not as jarring or scary as you would think. And, and maybe just starting with a challenge of, I'm gonna reach out to five people, ask this question, whether it's like, you know, uh, a problem I came up with one time was I only wear flip-flops or chacos. Sometimes I want to wear socks with them. We should have flip-flop socks. And then I found out they already existed. But, um, <laughs> you know, just at, reaching out saying, hey, when you go to a pizza restaurant, what's your least favorite thing about it? Or when you go to a coffee shop, what do you wish was different? Um, just starting with those conversations and really opening it up because people like to share and they like to be involved. And a lot of times they'll give you way more than you ask for, which is really exciting. So just yeah. do it. One final tip on that, which I'm going to let Nate pass over, but Nate's been super active on LinkedIn and just doing mm -hmm. polls. Mm -hmm. Nate, how's that gone for you? Yeah, it's ridiculously easy. Um, so I think a big thing where people just get stuck up on that is they get into that headspace of, do I really want to put this out there? What if it sounds silly? What if it sounds dumb? How are people going to respond? What if it's negative? I put out a LinkedIn poll about every two or three days just to see what happens because i have about um 9, connections on linkedin and i was just thinking like that's insane i have so many people i could reach but i felt like my posts weren't doing anything people love to talk about how they feel one about of yours things. had like 533 votes on. i've had more than that yeah <laughs> i i've gone into the thousands about things that like i'm just curious about yeah, yeah. that to me, they might have some relevancy, but to that person, they're just telling me like what their favorite Christmas movie is or stuff, stuff like that. And so, it's yeah. so easy for them too. That's just one click of a thumb and that's yeah. all they have to do. Exactly. And if you're like scared about approaching people, there are so many resources to gather information like that. Just make a Google form, turn that into a survey. There's, there's so much stuff you can Or go to your local SPDC and ask them for market research from their <laughs> university partners. Hey, 
All right. On that note, you got some homework. This has been another episode of Zero to Hero, the Lean Canvas edition. Next time, we're talking revenue streams. Thanks, guys. See you next Goodbye. time. Bye. Bye.